Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a football Friday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller talking sports with you for the next couple of hours. Appreciate you tuning in here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. Well, it's changed a little bit. We thought we were going to have the uh, afternoon show, the new afternoon show that starts Monday Mm -hmm. uh, in with us at 10 after 10. At 8.30 last night, we were told to stand down. (laughs) <laughs> so we will, and uh, that will push back until Monday. I don't think there's there's no change, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Do you know anything? Well, well I, I mean, there's some things, but... No, I mean, as far as the, the what what we thought was the afternoon show yes. is still the afternoon show. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they're not going to be with us today. That's too bad. I was really looking forward to this. Uh, but, uh, well, so, so say la vie. We'll do it on Monday. Uh, but the BMW Des Moines guest list. Tom Kaker will start things off. Of course, there are... No, he won't. Dave Sproul will start yes. things off on Iowa State. We'll talk to Dave Sproul coming up at 1030. Uh, Mitch Holt is for the final time in his daily segments. Now, Mitch will not be with us next week, uh, but will join us weekly uh, during the uh, NFL season. So Mitch Holt is today at, uh, at 1050. Mike Palm from Circus Sports will join us at uh, 1105. Look forward to speaking with Mike Palm. And then, uh, and then Tom Kankert from HawkeyeReport.com will give you an opportunity to win some Claxons barbecue at about uh, 11.50 or thereabouts, and we will have college football games that we are going to test you on. Uh, and if you get the most right, you'll win an opportunity to uh, for Claxons barbecue. $35 to the winner. Runner-up gets 25 At some point in the next half hour, our Twitter account will uh, have our first Iowa Hawkeye football ticket giveaway contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we did last year, again, our friend, Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. Their new office is open in Altoona, uh, fullerdental.net. Of course, they're still on East, I want to say East 28th Street in Des Moines. Uh, been there for, it's, look, uh, Doc Fuller's father started it, passed it down to him. Now there's a new generation, Doc's sister's daughter, Kelsey Edwards. I was graduated from the University of Iowa Dental School, and she's running the shop over in Altoona. So uh, we will give away, including Cyhawk tickets. That's nice. It is nice. <laughs> you can't buy a ticket to watch Hawkeye. Well, you can, but it's going to cost you. It's going to be over face value. That's Precisely. Sure. But yeah. they're going to be free here, and we'll give you an opportunity all season long. What we're going to do is if you win one set of tickets, you're out, you're out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is a very popular promotion. You have to tag at uh, at Fuller Dental. Um, go to Miller & Condon. You don't have to follow us. I don't know why you wouldn't, because that will give you the first opportunity. If you follow us, you'll be able to get the... Uh, what we're doing is total yards, both teams closest without going over. And whoever takes, let's say, 421, that's what you think it's going to be. Whoever gets that number first... That's their number. So you almost have to scroll through it and see if the number that popped into your head is still available. Because if it's if it's already taken um, and you put that down, but somebody grabbed that number before you, you will not win the tickets. So South Dakota State tickets, we will give those away. We're going to base it on Nebraska uh, and Northwestern this week. 
Mm-hmm. It's all basically we can do because uh, they don't. Uh, the Hawks obviously don't play. But going forward, we will use the whoever the Hawkeyes and their opponent are the week before to give away those tickets. Thank you, Doctor Stephen Fuller, FullerDental.net. If you're in the market for a new dentist, if you're new to the area, Doc Fuller on the east side, and now again the office, the brand new office in Altoona has opened. More information, FullerDental.net. Thank you, Stephen. Well, I had lunch with yesterday at the Hilton. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. How was it? It's always good. Yeah, it's always now. It's under new management. It was packed. Mm-hmm. It was packed yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I had lunch with Doc Fuller. We just uh, dotted some eyes, crossed some T's. I've got the first. They're not tickets. They're electronic tickets, right. like they were last year. Yep. We talked about. And you figured that out last year. I, I was did. proud of Thank you. you very much. Yes. Now I'll get to some other trouble figuring out. But my stepson's coming to town. So one that's step good forward, on two steps back is it what you're saying. Is. Yeah. So yeah. Trent, I didn't watch football last night. There was no game. I couldn't get the Amazon, and none of the locals carried the uh, the Packers and the Chiefs. So I wanted to put you to the test. I said, give it a shot on Amazon. See if you were able didn't to. Off. Didn't, Did, even try. didn't even give it a uh-uh. shot. It just frustrates me. It frustrates you. Yep. You're in the basement. That's where you do. Well, I much- want them on both. It depends. Okay. I, I'm 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 banished to the basement for the Winnipeg Jets. That is not happening at all. Yeah, yeah just not happening. Right. I can't even have hockey on the living room. So in the living room, it's kind of where I do my spend a lot of time. You up do there, spend okay. Yeah. Because uh, I always envision you just solo in the basement all the time, but that's not the case. No, because I'm down there. My office is down there. Sure. And, and I it feels got, a little much too much like yeah. work. Yeah. And I could have gone in my office last night and found 8.2 or 5.3 or 13, whatever, whoever was carrying. I just said, no. and I'm kind of glad I didn't because the Orioles and the White Sox was really entertaining. But I didn't see a single play of uh, Packers and the Chiefs. So you didn't see Tyler Goodson. I saw the I saw the Twitter highlight. Sure. Oh, my. That was unbelievable. A little power spin move uh-huh. coming out of there. It was on TV, though. Well, yeah, but I didn't want to go downstairs and find the No, no, movie. no. It was on normal television. It was on your direct TV. You didn't have to go to an antenna and get a dot two or a dot three. I checked the guide. Yeah, so did I. And the guide was wrong because I went to 17 and actually went because there's. I thought there is no way. You have got to be kidding That 17 me. is giving up this game against the Packers, preseason or not. And clicked on it, and sure enough. You have got to be kidding me. It was on television. Regular television. (laughs) All you had to do was hit 17, enter. You would have been watching football last night. How did Mike Rose look? Four tackles. Pretty good. Three solos. Yeah. Second on the team. I mean, it's it's, it's tough, right? If they would have drafted Leo Chanel. Then he would have been a great... He would have really had a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's disappointing news. You know, is that up to his agent? Saying, um, you know what, this yeah. isn't the right spot. We well, got to look around and know what the uh, what do. the roster makeup is before. I mean, if there was an opportunity there, if he because would've... even as we heard, there's a chance he wouldn't be drafted. Mm-hmm. I really thought he. Was I gonna thought be he was going to be drafted. I did, and I thought he was going to be a guy. Even not, he was going to find the right spot. And he was going to make a team because he's a football player. Right. He, that was going to happen. Yeah. I think this is the agent, right? You got you got to yeah. point him in a better direction. Or when they take or... an inside linebacker in the third round. Yeah. What was his guarantee? I wonder. I wonder. Good question. Team X was offering him five thousand. The Chiefs were offering him four. I mean, I I don't know what that was. Maybe that had something to do with it. I I, I'm still convinced he's going to be on the uh, the practice squad. Not, but yeah, Goodson Trent. I saw the highlight last night. Dude looked terrific. He really did. He looked really good. At least on that one play. I and I've got just the bat box score to go by. Five passes he caught out of the backfield, uh, which is um, you know uh, one of his strong suits and. 
it sure sounds to me like he's not going to be on the practice squad, that there's a better chance than not that he's a member of that 53. So we will see. But, yeah, Goodson, good for him. Because um, he, let's be honest, his uh, his final year at Iowa was disappointing. Yeah, he, and maybe it was the offensive line. It was. Um, that, you know, he didn't hit the holes hard. and Maybe there was no hole to hit. And there wasn't. And then he'd lose two yards. It'd be right. second and 12, right. and they'd be behind the sticks. Yeah. He, yep. He wasn't the right running back for the struggles and the injuries that they had. Mm-hmm. He's a talented running back. Mm-hmm. And we saw that in some game, the Maryland game. Oh, sure. Him in the open field and just how good yeah, he is. He'll leave you behind. But probably both Gavin and LaShawn Williams would have been maybe better for that uh, offensive line yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Just because they're going to fall forward in second and nine mm-hmm. as opposed to second and 13. Yeah, good point. Let's get Nate in here, then we'll get back in. Did you, now, just real quick before we get to, did you see any of the Amazon or hear any see Amazon? So Herb I w- Street and I, Al Michaels? I did my trial run. So I wanted to see flipping back and forth between Smart TV, go to Amazon Prime, yep. click on that. All right, now I got to change the source back to Direct TV. Oh, I'm going to be in, this is going to be a nightmare. It was pretty easy. Was it? I mean, I'm yes, I'm more advanced than you, but I'm not Mr. Wizard over here. Right. It was easier than I anticipated, and that Amazon product, it was really good. Was it really? It was oh, really I'm good. To see it. The score bug was beautiful. Yeah. It was not you know, how many times do we see these score bugs? The first time somebody uh-huh. gets a property and it's just brutal. Right. It looked sharp. The broadcast was great, and Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Are they good? They were cooking. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yes. So I'll have to wait until the uh, until the Thursday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's two Thursdays, because it opens on NBC. It does, yep. And then the following one, which is Chiefs Chargers. Good game. Yeah. Nate, welcome to the program. Thanks for being patient. Nate, how are you? Oh, good. I just wanted to share with you, Ken. I had to suffer through and listen to an awful Packers uh, broadcast on that eight point three because I had no idea it was on Fox either. It's, it's unbelievable. Why? How yeah, how did they not it? have the guide updated though? That's baffling to me. Well, Nate, it's good to know I'm not alone. So thank you it's for okay, that. Yeah. So and so Directv's guide was wrong, and the like. I have the over the air antenna. That guy yeah. didn't say anything about it either. So don't worry. Thank you, and Nate. I've got to make a trip down to show my dad how to use Amazon too. So, <laughs> how old's your dad? One. How old's your dad? Uh, sixty-five. Okay, well, he's a year older than I am, so we're both oh, in the I same gotta, boat. Got to go educate him. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for listening, Nate. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. You have a good weekend. Uh, good. I'm not alone. No, I not at think, all. You know what? It, it, I guess I should have. I guess I should. But White Sox and Orioles was good. I'd was rather good. watch okay. football. <laughs> right. I mean, it was down to the last strike when the when they got to Liam Hendricks. Kid, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever heard of him. Uh, took him out of the yard three three, and they go to eleventh and they and they win the game. The Orioles do, so it helped the Minnesota Twins. Well, there's one team still in front of both those teams. Well, though. I know that's and true. though Cleveland loses yesterday, so the Twins get swept by the Astros. But well, that's not a shock. I Man, that's a pretty good ball team. They're really good. Cleveland's four up on both the White Sox and the Twins. It's not. You know what? This is going to be a game once we get. It's, the Cleveland is not going to run away with this. You don't think? So. I don't. You don't Trent. think this thing's over? I do not. Now I think the Cardinals and the Brewers has has been settled a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I think the American League Central uh, is far from over. Let's see what the current odds are. What, what would you stab? How how much juice do you have to lay with Cleveland at this point? Oh, pretty good. Um, but maybe not as much as it's. Well, there's three teams in the race. I was going to say that the Cardinals are bigger favorite over the Brewers than the Guardians are over fill-in-the-blank. I don't know. What are they? Well, holy crap. First, uh, NL Central, Yeah, the Cardinals are now minus 650 it's over. at DraftKings. Holy cow. Yeah. 
Brewers at five to one. I no, I can't. no you can't. I can't. So you're wasting your money. Guardians minus one ninety. Mm-hmm. Under two dollars. White Sox are three to one, and the Twins are plus four seventy five. What would you rather bet? Brewers at five to one, or the Twins at plus four seventy five? Ooh, good one. Uh, the Twins because the Brewers are not catching the Cardinals. Cardinals are too good. Uh huh. You don't see the Guardians in the same realm. Nope, I don't. Twins, man, that schedule's still tough. They still got no, I know. The Yankees. Until, what is it, like the middle of September? Yes. And there's not a lot of baseball left after the middle of September. They got the Giants this weekend. Mm-hmm. They still got the Red Sox Andrew after Downs that. And Downs and his son are going to a game. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously AD and his father mm-hmm. are huge Giant fans. I'm guessing... Um, Charlie's, Charlie's uh, followed through. Yeah, yeah, Charlie's joining the club. Right? I was uh, I was telling AD, we talked a little bit yesterday. He's never been to Target Field before, and I told him, because it's going to be the whole family going up there, all four oh, of them. Oh, awesome. So there's this great area in left field. There's a little playground there where you can sit. Out and left, okay. You can watch the game. Isn't there a brew pub in left? There or? is. Yeah. It's right next to it. Yeah. So you can sit there. All right next to it. Yes, you can get yourself a grain belt, or if you want to get a craft beer, you can do that. I disagree. I'd say grain belt Absolutely. all day long. And kids can be playing on that little playground. You can watch the ball game. Uh-huh. It's, it's really it's a great ballpark. It is. It really is. I'm sure they get their picture taken in the big glove. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Got to do that. Yeah. The Kirby statue. The Kirby statue. The uh, Sid Hartman statue. Yes. Um, we walked in and, and there was a salad stand. My wife was in heaven because she hates ballpark food. You're right. And she got, was able to get a what gets a salad in a game? Give right, me a hot does. dog and a beer and some peanuts. I'll have the salad. Um, <laughs> but she came with me to the game, so I was happy for that. Anyways, uh, yeah, I would take the twins to answer your question. Yeah, plus four seventy five. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't on you? That. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, your fandom aside, right? Yeah, taking just taking that away. Uh-huh. There's still a chance because Cleveland, they're pretty good, but. The Cardinals, they just yeah. keep finding ways, right? They do. They Every do. single time. Yep. What do they have coming up, the, the Cards? I mean, is, it, is this thing really going to be over? Is there many games left with the, Bra- with the Brewers? Only, what did we say? Was there one or two series? They, they got a two-gamer. Yeah, it's a, I was going to say it's a short series. The 13th and 14th, and then another two-gamer, the 27th yeah, and 28th Not a September. ton left. No. Not a ton left. And then that weird finish up with six against the Pirates. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, because they're playing till Tuesday for the uh, uh, to go back to the season. Remember, we started the season on strike. Seems like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And now it's football season. We made it, buddy boy. I hear we, man. We did. Absolutely (laughs) did. Speaking of that, so I opened my email today, and Mm -hmm. I've got to make a difficult phone call to our friend John Liebel from Liebel Marketing. Oh, yeah? Because you know my policy. Yes. When it comes to gambling, I will not bet on Iowa or Iowa State. Well, you're going to have to for this contest. I've got to beg out. Oh, you're begging out? I'm going to beg out. I will not go against it. Really? Yep. Even well, though it's free like money. A, how about a total every week? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play the locals. Just not gonna do nope, it. No, huh? I won't do it. Will not do it. So, Even a ten dollar wager. I agreed to do it. Yes. I didn't know that I when I was state we're gonna have to we're we're required right to play them every week. And well, you were scheming a little bit over there too. You were gonna take that fifty dollars <laughs> and play futures every week. No, I was going to play parlays. Parlays. I got in trouble for betting futures when I won the Stanley Cup. You did, yes. Uh, But we're going over to Clinton to celebrate all the uh, folks that won. You get two plates. Is that how it works? Well, I, I, I would think trophies? so. You're a, you're a two-time champion, uh-huh. so you get two steaks Justin or two Smoles lobsters. Justin Smoles won twice. I've won twice. Yep. You've won. Andrew Downs has won. Todd Bromelkamp has won. Rob Howe has won. Ted Flint, who I've never <laughs> met. You uh, still haven't met no, Ted? No, I argued on Twitter, on Twitter a couple of times with him over the years. <laughs> Remember waking up one morning and I had all of these people, all of these, what do you call them, notifications? Yeah. And Flint. <laughs> 
<laughs> Flint and his minions had come in and attacked. Um, but a couple of years ago, he says, you know, what? remember that a couple of years ago? I think I backed the wrong horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Anyways, that's coming up as we go to Clinton, Iowa. 29th of September? Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. four weeks maybe from today? Isn't that wild? It really is. All right, Cheryl, you got to work tonight. I do. Where will you be working tonight? Going to head out to Waukee High School and check out the Warriors in my favorite entrance. Though it didn't see it last year. They have an entrance when the team comes out onto the field. Yeah. And, you, know, you see sometimes they come out, you know, the cheerleaders will, will lead them out on the field or or you had the band kind of all surrounding them and they come through kind yep, of a tunnel yep, yep. or break through, you know, a, a mm-hmm. piece of paper. Like every high school. Yeah, they all have something like <laughs> yeah. that. Waukee for years, they would be let out by this basically golf cart that had this old really? Waukee purple helmet that would lead them out onto the field. Like, kind of like when they bring the pitcher, the old time when they bring the pitcher yes! in from the bullpen? It was great, and I don't remember seeing it a year ago. So I'm really, really hoping it comes back, because, and if it does, I will make sure to take video and put it up on Twitter tonight. It's my favorite entrance <laughs> in the CIML. And just seeing that goofy looking, I mean, yeah. it looks like an old school entrance with this helmet leading the team out onto the field. So Boyle awesome. and Baker, the head coach over there now, mm-hmm. Gabe Baker. Let's bring that thing back because I just got a kick out of it every single time. Do you remember the old bullpen carts? Oh, absolutely. They were awesome. That, that's what I want. First time I went to the Metrodome, that's what I wanted my job to be. I wanted to be the guy. Yeah, that, you wanted to be yes, that guy. I wanted to drive that thing around. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be the greatest yeah. job in the world. I wanted to be Wally the Beer Man, who was actually oh, written yes. up in Sports Illustrated. I had his card. And he had a baseball yes. card. Yeah, I wonder if he's still. I bet he's not. Oh, he. He's, in the 80s, he was in his oh, 80s. Oh, that was his heyday. There was Wally the Beer Man, yep. Igor the Peanut Guy. <laughs> I forgot his name was Igor. It was Igor with the beard. Yes. And it's, that wasn't his real name, but that's who he was on, on his badge. God, I loved the Metrodome. I lo- the blue seats... The baggy getting blown out of the stadium when you leave, and the you know they've got guards in front of some of the doors because they don't want you doing that. But inevitably, you can find one where you open the door and it just pushes you out. Oh no! Wally the beer man got in trouble. Oh no! For selling to a minor. Where? In Minnesota. But they say that the this is from 2011. Oh, he's dead now. Gotta be. The beer man beat the rap today. This uh, article from Atta the Pioneer beer. Press. Although Wally McNeil's four-decade career selling suds at Twins games <laughs> remains on ice, a Hennepin County jury acquitted the beer vendor of selling alcohol to a minor, determining Minneapolis police entrapped McNeil during a sting operation really? at Target Field. He made the move over to Target Field. <laughs> and then Minneapolis, you're trying to get Wally the oh, beer he man? the guy's an institution, for God's sakes. He came over with you. He became part of the tradition. Left the Metrodome and made its way to Target Field. I get it. You're not supposed to sell beer to minors. But, man, you got to cut Wally. If anybody's going to get some slack cut, it's got to be Wally the beer man. God, Metrodome was so fun. So much fun. Seven and a half hour drive from Winnipeg. Made it gazillion times. Knew that when I got there, I was going to see baseball. Except one time. Oh, you hit you when had the, a- when they when the when the roof collapsed. Mm-hmm. It was April of I want to say eighty. I just started my career calling races eighty two, eighty three. Okay, and the roof collapsed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had and you had game. gotten to Minneapolis at that point. Yes, because I was on vacation. So you were you were looking for the dome and you couldn't see it when you're pulling um, into town. And I don't remember that part. I just remember the, getting the Minneapolis Star Tribune uh-huh. and. Yeah, there was a, it was a big snow. I think it was one of only two times because remember there was a not too long ago there was a hole in it. Oh, and absolutely! The, and the Vikings were supposed to play. Yeah, or they something. ended up moving that game against the Giants to like a Tuesday. 
Yeah, and they had a, uh, a camera that yes. showed the snow collapsing. That was unbelievable. In, yes. uh, David wants to join the program. Hello, David. Welcome to Miller and Condon. Hey, don't forget about Morgana, the yes. man that you know. That yeah. Boobs got to the victim five minutes before she did. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, she was. Um, I guess blessed would be the right. Uh, that you know what? That's not a blessing. I I wouldn't think. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. But who remember Nolan Ryan? Uh, who else? Um, some George of her more Brett was always George perfect, Brett. Yes, that's a good one. David, thank you for uh, bringing that Morgana <laughs> into the conversation. Appreciate it. You have a good week. I just remember watching like this week in baseball. Yeah, and then you'd see Mel her, Allen, and I'd be you know seven years old. I'm like. Oh, there's something about that lady I kind of like. Don't <laughs> well, know you're exactly, a kid. Right, I don't know what I've it is. I've been that but, too many years, Trent. <laughs> right. What, what is this? It seems intriguing, though. Oh, mesmerizing is what it was, Morgana. Anyways, let's talk a little bit of college football before we get to our break. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, what's Nebraska going to do? Does Northwestern... So the total... So this is what... I read this yesterday. I should have looked. Total came out, it was X. It's gone way down from where it opened. Like five points, apparently. Okay. Yet, the Huskers are being bet up. Mm-hmm. This is a low-scoring game. If the total keeps coming down, mm-hmm. that means Northwestern not going to score a lot. Do you, I mean, I I, I got to think that you got to take Northwestern and the fourteen. Is it fourteen or fourteen and a half? Looking across the board right now, it is. Oh, we have some movement here this morning. It has come back the other way. Has it? There's been some buyback almost everywhere. Uh, DraftKings, it is currently 12, same at WinBet, and 11 at Circa, 11 and wow. a half at Westgate. There's been some big buyback here this morning. Because, yeah, last night I was looking at so it, too. So I wasn't alone that had this theory. Right, and it was 13 and a half. Uh-huh. A couple of different places that uh-huh. I looked. But, yeah, there. So this when something like this happens this quickly, it had to be a syndicate that came in, right? Well, you'd have to think. That's a good point. I mean, this is across the board. Mm-hmm. Where By the way, is WinBet in the state of Iowa? I don't know. I don't know if they are either. I don't know that one. Boy, they got a nice sports book in Vegas. At the Do main. they? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. With a beautiful, a great Italian restaurant right next, Legro, right next to it. Um, yeah, they, they redid the book. They gutted it, and they re, it's really, really nice. Anyways, let's get into our guest list, shall we? Mm-hmm. We'll talk Iowa State with Dave Sproul coming up again. Uh, we'd hope to have the new afternoon team on today um, at this time. Yesterday, we said we were going to. Uh, as of 8.29 last night, we were still going to, but we were told to stand down uh, about 8.30. So that we will do. But they'll be with us on Monday at this time. Looking forward to that. Uh, Miller and Condon, we're underway on a football Friday. Dave Sproud covers Iowa State. Uh, He joins us uh, on the other side. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. Uh, He's coming up as we take you until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 6.3 K Heart Media. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. 
All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. 10.30, right on the button. We never do this, Trent Condon. We say that the guest is going to join us. We did Dave Sproul, 10.30, we told him. And here we are at 10.30 as we talk Iowa State with our friend Dave Sproul from 1430 KASI, now part of the Learfield Cyclone football broadcast. Hello, Dave Sproul, Trent and Ken, how are you? I'm I'm doing well, and I'm glad to know that uh, you know I won't be distracted by a pennant race when uh, college football season rolls around. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I uh, tap the brakes a little bit. I know that you're both kind of down in the dumps right now uh-huh. about Cleveland in front and drawing clear, but and I'm not giving up hope yet on the Twinkies. I think they're well. I hope, anyways, good for business. By the way, excellent uh, mic placement uh, with uh, Haycock and Manning uh, earlier in the week. Uh, to, to no surprise, you got the mic right there in the middle. So every television station that was there to put a little snippet on their sports saw 1430s mic flag. Well done, Dave Sproul. Um, so let's let's start with defense and Haycock first of all. Uh, he really didn't come out and, and, and um, single anybody out. I didn't think necessarily. I mean, he had a lot of good things to say uh, about uh, guys that we thought were going to um, have starting roles. What was your takeaway from listening to, to Coach Haycock? Yeah, not much revealing in terms of personnel or who's maybe leading some of those uh, position races. But it sounds like uh, things are overall pretty much pretty going uh, pretty much going satisfactorily uh, for for his liking, and he says. You know, he said they have a pretty young defense, and there are a lot of those position battles. But he's he's enjoyed the the competition he's seen, and he, he thinks his guys are getting after it. So that's a good sign on on that side of the ball. But uh, uh, as usual, we are in wait and see mode to see who actually uh, is out there for the first snap. So he obviously evolved as he saw kind of the changing of the conference and what he had to do to combat what the Big Twelve had become offensively, and he helped uh, not just Iowa State but teams across the yeah. country at many different levels doing that. How much more evolution do you anticipate? I mean, as as the conference seems like it's shifting and it's changing a little bit and, and defense is becoming more important, how many more tweaks do you envision with this defense and what he does? Yeah, I mean, it's always a possibility. He kind of he, he lend, uh, lended some comments to that possibility. He didn't get into specifics. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he he agreed when he was asked, you know, if yeah. uh, changes in personnel could also lead to changes in scheme. And he said, yeah, that's that's a possibility, of course, but uh, uh, we won't know for sure until they get out there a week from tomorrow. Uh, but if you're willing to make that move, as he did a few years ago, to, to go to the three-man front and change the personnel or change the, the scheme uh, uh, completely to match your personnel, I'm, I'm sure he'd be willing to do the same if he thinks that, you know, maybe we got enough linemen that we can go – forward down and rotate enough guys through to keep everybody fresh and then take some pressure off the linebackers and, and you know, maybe go that way or uh, stick with the, the three-man front that's, that's worked so well the last uh, few seasons and, and uh, you know, feel like you got you got good personnel to run that. So it's all, it's all really dependent, I believe, uh, on what he sees will be the best fit for his players. Not so much maybe as a response to what uh, other teams in the Big 12 are doing. Dave, uh, we had John Walters on with us yesterday, and, and he mentioned a name uh, at the nose tackle position when they're, when they're playing a 3-4. Uh, I'd never heard uh, uh, Tyler – I'm going to mess up as a, a, a Needham, um, a redshirt freshman, big kid, who apparently has had a pretty good camp because the question was about Howard Brown, you know, behind Isaiah Lee, et cetera, and he mentioned Oneedham. Um, have you heard much about him? And, and do you know who I mean? I'm I'm botching his name. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, well, I was listening uh, yesterday. Oh, good. Sure that uh, you know John and I are on the same page there. But yeah, I, I heard him mention that name, and I, I haven't heard it come up uh, in in interviews uh, yet. But uh, he's a guy who's you know he's a big dude, and uh, you know about three three bills, six four, yep. uh, right along the defensive line, and saw a couple of uh, games last season, and, and then got his uh, red shirt. Uh, so. You know, he's a guy who's probably going to be part of that rotation John was mentioning. You know, you need a lot of guys yep. there up front to, to rotate through all those snaps because uh, when you're on the defensive line, it is pretty easy to get uh, worn down. So you got to have a lot of depth there. And that sounds like I'll, I'll go off of what John says. Sounds like uh, Oneidam will uh, will definitely get the opportunity to be part of that rotation. Oneidam, Oneidam, Oneidam. Trent, work so, on it. Yeah, we'll. Like that. That's, that's, <laughs> That's John's department. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And he's got that pronunciation guide up on iowastatecyclones.com. You can go and click on the little button there, and it'll tell you at least how John pronounces it. And uh, he's yeah. got him right every single time. <laughs> well, we know how important the safety position is. There was a lot of departures, obviously, to that group. Anthony Johnson, he goes from cornerback now to safety. And Bo, Bo Freeler, who we all love, mm-hmm. uh, he has a chance to be an absolute star. Who else do you anticipate? I know there's been some love about Malik Verdon coming in. Mm-hmm. Some of the other young names we should anticipate because same kind of position. You need a lot of defensive linemen in this scheme. feels like you need a lot of safeties, too. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on Tavon Kyle. He's a redshirt senior, so he's been around for a while. But he's not yeah. a guy who's had the chance to really make a huge impact there in the defensive backfield. His name has come up. Uh, Travion McGee, a sophomore, uh, also his name has come up uh, a little bit in terms of the defensive backfield as, as guys who at least have a chance to emerge there. Uh, those two guys, they were basically battling for the, the third safety position. The other two you mentioned with Freeler and Johnson, they pretty much have their starting spots on lock, it appears. Uh, so that's the only really competition left there among the safeties, and those are the two guys whose names have come up the most so far. Uh, it's, yeah, Trayvon Kyle Trent and I have been watching him since his freshman campaign uh, and, and just wondering when he's going to take that next step, uh, hopefully for his sake uh, and for the team's sake it is this year. What about a guy like a Miles Purchase? He certainly had his moments last year, kind of in the same boat as Freeler. We, we all talk about 17, but Purchase is a pretty good player in his own right and certainly had his moments in his freshman campaign. Yeah, he, he played as a true freshman uh, last season, uh, played in all 13 games, as a matter of fact. So that shows you the kind of faith that the coaching staff has in, in purchase and what they think he can do. So he'll certainly be a, a, a key cog in that uh, defensive backfield, and he's going to get plenty of playing time this season and, and will have a chance to, to maybe have a real breakout season if you know if you go beyond what he did last year. Can I ask you, or just follow this up, uh, Trent, because I want to bring up uh... – uh, Tom Manning takes uh, it's, it's Tom Manning's turn. I thought Travis Hines asked a really good question, uh, and and I think that Tom Manning kind of thought, well, that is a good question. The same way when he when he was asked about you know Hunter Decker's is kind of a rare bird in today's college game, right? That this guy was willing to stick around two years uh, before he was going to have his chance to start. I mean, nothing was going to hand be handed to him, but in today's era of you know if it doesn't work out right away, I'm out of here. Um, Decker's is kind of a rare bird. And I thought that was a really good question by Travis Hines. Yeah, uh, now Hunter, keep in mind too, he had the luxury of, uh, I believe his true freshman year was was the COVID year and was able to get an extra year of eligibility. So he comes in this this season as a redshirt sophomore, yep. and he probably was able. To, he's probably smart enough to project that. Oh yeah, when when Brock Purdy's a senior, I'll just be a true sophomore or or a redshirt freshman, and I'll still have plenty of time ahead to play. Plus, he's an Iowa kid. 
So there's that, that connection there to, to Iowa State. And, you know, the, the coaching staff, of course, talks about culture all the time and, and building culture and having kids who buy into that. So I think we can conclude that Hunter Deckers has probably bought into the culture as well, and that's why he was willing to, to wait his turn to, to get a shot at the starting quarterback position at, at, at Iowa State and not get impatient and, and move on elsewhere. So it's uh, September around the corner. We know about these slow starts. We talk about it. Last year was going to be different. 2020 was going to be different. 2019 was going to be different. Yet here we are every single time. A, how much conversation has it been? Because it felt like last offseason, mm-hmm. it was a huge calling card. I know it's been talked about, but it feels a little bit different. Is this something that they're just working on internally? Is it still a big calling card, just maybe not getting the same kind of media love in the past? What about the slow starts and, and the conversations you've had with this group? Yeah, that's a topic that really hasn't come up this season. I think the, the bigger issues of, of, you know, new starters at so many yeah, new positions sure. and, and new faces, uh, that's been the dominant theme of, of this year's camp so far. Uh, maybe that first major press conference that's coming around next Tuesday, uh, we'll, we'll get into that and see if maybe Matt Campbell has tried anything different this season. He's tried a different couple of tactics to, to try to get off to a faster start. I, I think, you know, part of it has been that they've played some fairly strong SDS opponents. Southeast Missouri is not that, so that might help. (laughs) Iowa State a little bit on that front. Plus, you're playing a tough Big Ten team in Week 2 every year, and it's really hard to you know build a lot Mm -hmm. of early season success when you're taking on a tough in-state rival year after year in the early part of the season. So those are factors, of course, but it's understandable for Iowa State fans to be frustrated. Maybe players and coaches are, too, that they don't come out in that Week 1 game and just look really crisp and and ready to start the season, whether they they win or lose that game. Uh, So I'm sure it's Probably something in the back of their minds, maybe something the coaching staff is thinking about, but it's not really something that's come up much so far this season just because there are so many new faces that we're, we're getting to know right now. Uh, Tom Manning did say, I don't know if this was a slip or not, uh, that when he was asked about the backup quarterback position, he said both of them. Uh, which means, I mean, there's three that are, I thought were competing. So probably Nate Glantz, the the uh, transfer, uh, the JUCO transfer, is probably the odd man out. Would you say, Davis, between Cook and Becht uh, for the uh, ba- uh, for the uh, backup behind Deckers? That would be my conclusion, at least at least right now. You know, earlier in camp when we talked to the quarterbacks coach Joel Gordon, he talked about all three of those guys with the um, Glantz in in the mix and all competing for that position, but my suspicion all along was that Glance was kind of added for depth, really not as a guy who they think of as the, the quarterback of the future, and maybe they'll take a different approach. Uh, I know they, they've done this before. If it's a if they suspect that Deckers maybe gets banged up and will be out a series or two, maybe they'll go with a different quarterback as compared to if it's more of a long-term injury, they might you know dip down into the younger guys. We'll see if, if that happens, and uh, of course, they, they don't want it to, but uh, when, when all things are equal, I'm a big believer that you, you get the younger guy a, a chance out there. You know, they've put a lot of work into getting guys uh, like Ashton Cook uh, and Rocco Beck, and Beck in particular, mm-hmm. on campus. I mean, I think Cook originally came on, might still be a walk-on, uh, but Beck is a guy who they really, you know, coveted in recruiting and was pretty highly thought of uh, relative to most quarterbacks uh, in, in this recruiting class, so... Uh, that's the guy I think is pegged as the quarterback of the future and might be the guy, you know, if all things are equal. J.J. Coles just raised his hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I I, I, uh, often forget to take in the uh, recruits who aren't on campus yet into account. So, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But, 
it's going to be interesting. And, mm-hmm. and again, we might not, uh, we probably won't find out for sure who that number two guy is until the time comes. That There's going to be an or. Or want that backup. There's yeah. going to be an or on the depth chart. waiting for that. So many or. yeah, There's going to be a bunch of them. Over, under, I put, Trent and I put it seven and a half ors. Take the over. <laughs> probably would too. Yeah. Take the over. Hunter Deckers, we feel like he's got a much stronger arm than Brock Purdy. He's going to be able to air it out. And maybe take some more shots up the field. Out of the wide receiver group, who does that benefit the most? Is it the speedster, Dimitri Stanley? Is that better for Xavier Hutchinson? Out of this group, who benefits mm. most for a quarterback that looks to be able to go up the field a little bit more? I think it might be Jalen Knoll. Uh, mm. he, he's got a lot of speed, yes. and if he can beat you know receivers, uh, or excuse me, corners off the line, get a little bit of separation, and then... Uh, race under those deep passes, he'll, he'll be in position to have a, a big year. But we've seen Xavier Hutchinson make big plays uh, on long passes as well. And, uh, yeah, some of those other guys you, you mentioned, uh, you know, anybody who brings that, that big-time speed that can, you know, maybe blow back at low by a defensive back uh, really gives you the opportunity to take those deep shots and just see how far uh, Deckers can wing it. Dave Sproul, 1430 KASI. Uh, good stuff. Did you watch the NFL last night, Dave? About 30 seconds worth just to see what it looked like on Amazon. Then I went back to torturing myself watching the Twins. Uh, Purdy put up, I mean, 13 for 20. Got Gave up a couple of sacks, threw a pick. But, boy, they're giving him a big chance in San Francisco. Yep. And, I, you know, I actually went up to their uh, game at the Metrodome. Or not the Metrodome. I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> up against the Vikings uh, last uh, weekend. And I went and down in the locker room and I talked to Brock after the game. And he feels like they're really giving him mm-hmm. an opportunity to show what he can do. And, I, you know, when I was watching him during the game, I saw a lot of what I saw at Iowa State. It's just taking what the defense gives you, making the smart play. He had a, a fumble there that was kind of inexplicable, but we've seen that too yeah. uh, at Iowa State. So he's given every opportunity. And the co- head coach, Kyle Shanahan, had a lot of good things to say about him after the game. And, uh, they feel like they're pretty uh, pretty high on him, and the fact that you know Jimmy Garoppolo's future is up in the air, but it looks unlikely that he's going to be back. He's going to have a real shot at making, you know, staying on as a practice squad guy or third string quarterback there in San Francisco. So uh, he's got he's got more of an opportunity than I, I really ever thought he would to, to hang on to the NFL roster. Yep. But um, you know, given his football intelligence and his work ethic. Everything that goes into what made Brock Purdy so good at Iowa State, you can see where you know even NFL coaches uh, like what they see out of him. Final thing, Twins are done. It feels. Ah, come on, boys. Vikings, <laughs> optimism. Where are you? It's a new season. Everyone starts zero and zero. Where are you on your Vikings? Uh yeah, uh, no idea really. I I think I paid less attention to a Vikings offseason this year than I ever have really? in my life. So I really don't know what's going on in the roster. I mean, we know what the the key guys are. We know, what, mm-hmm. you know, Kirk Cousins has got to be the guy. He's got to elevate his game despite all these big numbers he puts up. He's not a guy who goes out there and wins games for you. And can he do that, or is this new system with Kevin O'Connell one that you know might allow him to to work within that system, but still be able to to move the offense into the next level? We'll have to see. I, I have questions about the defense. They got some good parts there, but. I'm not real confident that they're going to go out there and be the kind of defenses we might have seen in, in seasons past. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to plan on September 11th, 325, plopping down on, in the chair and watching them play the Packers and we'll try to see what happens. I'll be as angry as I ever get, obviously. You know, whenever I watch the Vikings, I try to tell myself, ah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too worked up about it this year. And then I get all worked up about it. So once the season actually starts, 
Yeah, then then I'll uh, really get my emotions into it, I'm sure. Who's playing high school football on 1430 KSI tonight? Ames High hosting Marshalltown. Rivalry goes back about 120 years That's or wild. so. And uh, it should be always fun to see uh, a renewal of these two teams. They both finished 5-4 uh, and four last season, if I remember right. or They, they both had the same record, and uh, Ames was essentially three points away from making the playoffs. They had a late season game against uh, Des Moines Lincoln that they had every opportunity to win, but uh, just couldn't get over the hump there. And if they win that game, they probably would have gone on to the postseason. So I'm sure that's something that's motivating them uh, going into this season. And uh, it'll be fun to watch, you know, year two under the new the head coach, mm-hmm. Brian Stouser here in Ames. Uh, we'll see, you know, if he's able to build on what happened last year. Good stuff, Dave Sproul. We'll talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. Yep, appreciate it. Dave Sproul, 1430 KSI. Uh, so on the Bull tonight, mm-hmm. which is one of our sister stations here, it's an FM station 96.7? It's 96.9. Darn it, i got to get that right. 96.9. You've got a good game. J.J. Cole, Jamison yes. Patton, and the Ankeny Hawks make their way over to take on Waukee. A lot of good young talent on that Waukee squad. And Gabe Baker in the second year. He's got a little bit of a rebuild still in front of him, and they're going to be good here pretty soon. Waukee, though, you're number two of the split of the programs. Mm-hmm. Warriors hosting the Hawks, and boy, I'm excited to see that connection. I got the two deep, and Jamison Patton listed as a starting wide receiver Imagine and that. a starting safety Wow, for Coach Nelson's squad. Good stuff. And, of course, right here on 106.3 KXNO, Joe Stacy and company are back for another year of football Friday night as they go around Central Iowa giving you scores, uh, some interviews, and maybe a highlight or two. We've got Mitch Holtis next, Miller and Conda, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KN. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Long run is starting. 20 weeks of football here. Is that how many there is? Mm -hmm. Are? There are? Uh, We'll take it. Trent, I hate to say it. It feels like the show goes on autopilot, does it not? It's so much... I don't know. Maybe it's because we enjoy it so much. We just love football. But I, that sounds like we're sliding college basketball. Which I, you know how much I love. This is your favorite sport. Yeah. And From I, now until the end of April. March. Yeah, April. Yeah. It's the best time. Without a doubt. With now, an absolute, without a doubt. May, June, July. Yeah. It's a grind. We're not digging ditches. Nope. Nope. That's what we, we always say. Boy, I wish this realignment or whatever is a big topic. <laughs> yeah. You know, fall, fall during June and July. So yeah. a little meat on the bone. But um, no, 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 no. This is... And look, we've said it many times, so grateful for Iowa mm-hmm. and Iowa State, right? They're our career, for God's sakes. Uh, anyways, and they both play next weekend. Can you believe it? Good news. All right. Hope to catch up with Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is uh, going to be his uh, final daily appearance. He will join us going forward uh, weekly. Not next week. He always takes next week off. But we'll be, uh, we'll be with us daily. We only have five or six minutes left uh, in the segment, in the hour. So let's get right to it. Mitch, Trenton, Ken, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, didn't see the game last night. Mitch didn't know it was on. <laughs> anyway, long story. Don't want to get 
get into it. Uh, but boy, I did see some of the Twitter and some of the tributes, and especially Mahomes coming out in that choir huddle for, formation, uh, the delay of game, the Packers decline. I mean, I, it, I know you were emotional a couple of days ago when you joined us. Uh, it just seemed like uh, last night was a pretty special night. And, you know, Craig Rolstead, who was the white hat of the crew, what, what was awesome about that whole sequence, so many things that was awesome, and was he announces the penalty, delay of game, Kansas City, number 16. Oh, my gosh. Lenny Dawson's number. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Craig did that on his own. I didn't get a chance to – if I see him, I'm sure we'll have him again a couple times this year. I'm going to uh. seek that dude out. And thank him for that, because I guess he did it on his own. He wasn't orchestrated huh. or scripted to do that. Uh, so really, really neat, that whole that whole sequence of events. Classy by Coach Reed, by Patrick Mahomes, by Clark Hunt, by Craig Rolstead, by Matt LaFleur, the Packers, the whole bit. So how was the broadcast last night? How difficult was it for you? We know just how important, obviously, Len, Len was for your life. Well, I did a tribute on the open. That was really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there were just times. We had Clark on, Clark Hunt during mm-hmm. the game, and there were just moments. Sometimes you get wrapped up in the game, Trent, and you're just calling it. And then there would be just like this kind of spirit would stop your heart for a mm-hmm. second. And I just glanced over at Dana one time thinking that was, you know, that was Lenny <laughs> uh, for 24 seasons. Jeez. So it was off and on, to tell you the truth. Sometimes it just takes the third preseason game, and otherwise, other times it was the probably the most poignant preseason game I'll never forget. Isn't that something? Yeah, in what is usually a forgettable slate of games in a lot of ways, I'm assuming. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, I won't forget that one. No, I bet you won't, won't. forget the choir huddle. Yes, that was awesome. I mean, just awesome. I remember that well. Um, you know, watching that. Uh, anyways, Mitch, what did you see last night? Anybody stand out? We saw Mike Rose was second uh, on the team in tackles. Uh, look, he's still, as you've said many times, it's, it's a difficult spot. Uh, he's going to get his opportunity in the NFL at some point. And last night he put some tape out there, did he not? He did, and, and give him credit. There was a lot of Iowa in that game. Darice Fountain of Northern yep. Iowa had a big catch down the boundary, uh, setting up a, a Chiefs touchdown. Um, and several Iowa Hawkeyes out there um, for Green Bay. And uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of that. Mike Rose is, is, again, on the outside looking in, but he's just get started, man. Just get started. Get get some tape out there. Maybe get on our practice squad. But anxious moments for him, obviously, over the next several hours. Uh, a, a story that was developing into a fun one, Matt Bushman, and then adds in, in disappointment with the collarbone injury. What can you tell us on that front after fighting for a roster spot, having two touchdowns in the game, and then ending that way? Just I guess it shows you the cruelty of football at times. It's just, you know, we talk about the NFL. It's so immensely popular. That and the English Premier League right now are the two sports of the world. <laughs> yeah. And one of the reasons it's so popular, you guys, it's like the ultimate uh, reality show, but like any show or there's tragedy and there's comedy. I mean, there's, there's, so here's Bushman, a little bit of time with the Raiders, uh, long shot for us, probably longer than Mike Rose, truthfully. And then he has two touchdowns and then he gets hurt. So now what? See, he gets injured, waived. So if we wave him injured, he can sign with another team, but he's injured. So it's, it, it is cruel at times, Trent. I mean, in a crazy way that's, you know, that's part of the drama of the game, but still there's just, I never get used to it. 
and seeing a guy that had the night of his life mm-hmm. um, and then end an injury. I just, I just, you, know, you don't get it, man. It's, but it, it happens and just, it just hurts. I hurt for the guy. I don't know the kid, but it, I just hurt for him today. Uh, we are about a minute, uh, so I want to you know save that minute. To, we're Trent and I are very grateful for for Papa John's and the Donaldsons for sponsoring this segment, making it possible for you to join us. And you did each and every day. I think you missed one, uh, and that was because of a plane ride you were taking with the team. Uh, so thank you for that, and thank you to the Donaldsons and Papa John for making this possible. You're going to be not with us next week, but back with us weekly following up. They're good people, aren't they? Not. They're amazing. And I'm learning more and more as you get, you know, like Coach Reed said, there's more days behind me than there are in front of me. Only 32 people get to do what we do. So that's, that resonated with me. But then it's also who you share the journey with, you guys. Um, and for sure, that comes to light when you see you lose somebody like Lenny. But Tom and Matt Donaldson are just awesome. I hope people know what kind of hearts those dudes have and their managers and the way they run their stores. It's a blessing for Iowa. So, Thanks to them. Thanks to you guys. Yep, we'll see you in a couple. We'll talk in a couple weeks and get this thing started for real. Good stuff. Thank you. Sincerely, thanks for doing this. We Thank appreciate you, it. You got it, guys. Blessings. Yeah. Have a great week. Yeah, you do the same. Take care. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City. I love the segment. I it's do. been always a fun August yep, with him. It is. It goes by so fast. It does. Oh, my gosh. August, done. Anyways, uh, hour one is also done. We've got another hour to go. Mike Palm will head to Vegas, Circus Sports Sponsors. Uh, we haven't talked Hawks yet, but it's coming. 1125, Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com. Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.